Hello, Bandy. Hi, Nashi. How are you? Well, how are you doing? Good, thank you. Yeah, I have a boogie wonderland, fan. Yeah? Oh, eh? Nito, I have a boogie wonderland, ethnic and fire. I and yes. Yeah, so actually it's the producer um, <coughs> um, producer price inflation, um, which basically was released today by State SA. And I mean, uh, for me, the relevance of the producer price in index, right, it, it begins to show you the change in prices with regards to uh, goods and services manufactured in South African factories across, sort of across the country. And this, the, 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 P, the PPI increased by 2.4% um, for August, which is the highest since we've seen in March. Mm. Again, it sort of feeds into that narrative that the economy is sort of on a recovery as we begin to see these indicators and these indexes coming through and confirming that, you know. And although the, 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 the economic growth needs to be looked at with caution, uh, it's positive nonetheless, and it's showing that we are starting to trickle down and we are starting to see the economy really, really come into to, 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 to recovery mode. Uh, from Statesy, they said that the main contributor to the uptick um, was actually in the category of food products, beverages, as well as tobacco products, mm-hmm. which sort of kind of makes sense that as the economy opens up, people are sort of uh, back at work, people are traveling more, people are, you know, all of a sudden buying lunch again. Um, people are also, companies are also making purchases with regards to food and all of that. And with the ban being lifted with tobacco products, there's been an increase in sort of uh, revenues that are coming from that front. So it makes sense. To me, the takeaway is that the economy is on the recovery. Of, although we are being caught, we still need to be cautious. There are signs that things are beginning to recover slowly but surely. All right. And are we going to see more wage disputes as we move to level one? Yeah, it's quite an interesting one because I think as the country opens up and people go back to work, uh, a lot of other things come with it as well. And we all know that usually around June, July, August in South Africa is what is termed strike season, Mm. where we usually see a lot of strike. But because of COVID this year, it never happened. So we're starting to see that coming through now with a number of unions, particularly the Southern African Clothing and Textile Workers, coming out today and saying that um, they've actually today declared 18 disputes in six sectors, and this has affected more than 74,000 um, workers. And really the, the, the problem here or the dilemma is that um, employers are sort of struggling with the effects of COVID-19. They're going through various restructuring processes and trying to sort of resuscitate their businesses to, 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 to sort of recover this lockdown. However, the unions have a mandate and a responsibility to prioritize and make sure that they protect their workers. And they've been demanded, they actually demanded a 15% wage increase with employers then coming back and saying that if we are going to meet those demands, we're going to have to retrench mm. in order to be able to cover for this. So it's a very the money going to come one. from? Mm. It, you see, it's a very difficult one. Um, but at the same time, you know, the, the, the unions also raise valid points, you know, in saying that, listen, as much as there's, there's, there's all these issues, you know, um, the cost of living is, is increasing. And I think the biggest thing that they actually said today is that the issue sometimes, the issue is not necessarily just the increases, but the fact that employers are actually looking at a downward 
sort of trend where they're cutting wage costs, they're freezing some of their salaries, they you know they're cutting annual balances, they mm. they're reducing shifts. So mm. it's affecting people's earnings, you yeah. know. So I think it's a very very difficult one because it's it's around that balancing act between where do we increase wages and then the company goes down, yeah, but keeping afloat and keeping keep, the employees happy. Mm, yeah, and I think for me, you know, it's also a challenge for employers that why is it that always when a company goes through trouble, the employees are the first one to sort of yeah, fall? Yeah. You know, why aren't we looking for more innovative ways to create revenue in order yeah. to try and keep the people, you know? And we all put it in our value systems where we say the people are our values, the people are our values, but the people start with the people that you employ. Indeed. And if they always the first one to uh, for the chopping board, then really maybe we need to relook at how we do business. But a difficult one nonetheless, you know, um, I can't imagine being in a situation where you have to deal with unions and balance the restructuring at this point. Yeah. But we'll see how that plays out. Thank you so much, Pandy. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you very much. Have a good evening going forward, guys. Thank you.